0: Hey, listeners, do I have an event for you. Billings American Legion is putting on their annual Hall of Fame dinner April 9th at the Double Tree Hotel. Join us for a night of fun honoring current and past Legion ballplayers. All proceeds go right back to the program. More information to follow, but mark this date. This year's Hall of Fame class is truly amazing. You can follow their stories here on our podcast and meet them in person at the Hall of Fame dinner. They are an inspiration to all. hello welcome to wide left sports today i am joined by former west high basketball coach doug robison how are you doing today doug
1: Mitch, i am fine it's a, a nice afternoon and i'm doing great thanks for asking
0: yeah it's too bad it's not quite as warm as yesterday but it's getting there right <laughs> yep. for sure so you know you've been away from coaching for a few years now what are you up to now
1: um i uh i left the coaching profession uh when my youngest son was probably a junior in college and i don't remember the exact year and i remained in the classroom at west high teaching business classes and traffic education and then about 18 months ago um i was approached to become the president of the Billings Education Association. So I left the classroom about a year and a half ago, and now I am uh, a full-time release union president. So I, I dearly miss the uh, kids at West High and kids in general, um, but now I'm, my job is to uh, help teachers and support them in their endeavors.
0: That's awesome. And sounds like a great job and you're, I think, a great person to have that job. So that's awesome. Thanks. No problem. So what got you to kind of love the sport of basketball and not only play it, but then go into coaching it once you were done playing?
1: Um, <clears throat> Mitch, I grew up on the south side of Billings. Um, and for a while I lived in, um, kind of south of town um, where the South Hills are. And my passion when I was younger was uh, riding motorcycles. I really enjoyed getting into the South Hills and riding motorcycles. But about sixth or seventh or eighth grade, I started to grow dramatically. um, And I suddenly became the tallest person in my school. I had some very good friends um, that were passionate about basketball. And they kind of led me along the course of, hey, why don't you uh, try to improve your coordination a little bit and you would be a a good basketball player. So I started out um, probably on the seventh or eighth grade team at Riverside. And at that point, ninth grade was still a part of um, our middle schools. So they were called junior highs then. So my first, honestly, the first time that I played basketball very seriously um, was probably my eighth or ninth grade year. And I was tall, uncoordinated, um, not very good, um, but I immediately kind of developed a passion for it. And I played constantly. My parents uh, poured a slab of concrete for me, put up a basket, um, gradually my coordination, um, kind of caught up with my body. And by the time I was a junior and senior in high school, um, I loved the sports and honestly, Mitch, I was influenced tremendously, um, by the coaches I had, um, in high school and in college, I graduated from Billings senior, um, and i still keep in touch with several of the coaches that influenced me one of them has since passed away his name was pete lazatich and he was a retired basketball coach at that point another one was john kosich who was our dean of boys and he has passed away since then uh, but my high school coach was randy morrison and he he was a big influence on my life and kind of my development as a person after i left billing senior I was offered a few minor scholarships, um, athletic scholarships to play basketball. Um, My parents were not very wealthy. My mother was a waitress and my father was a truck driver. Um, So they said you should take any opportunity you have um, to further your education. So I went to Dawson Community College in Glendive, Montana. My coach there was a guy named John Morrison. And I had uh, good teams there and a good career. And then after I left Dawson Community College, I was recruited by several four-year schools. Um, But one coach that really struck my eye and one program that struck my eye uh, was the College of Great Falls in Great Falls, Montana. Um, So I went there and my coach there was a guy named Steve Eggers. By the time I was a freshman in college, I had coached at a lot of summer basketball camps and interacted with kids. Um, and I, I knew then um, that I wanted to go into teaching and especially coaching. And those are the thing kind of things that led me to uh, choose education as a career and choose coaching. Um, my first coaching job was in Geyser, Montana, a small town outside of Great Falls. And then I went to Missoula Loyola for one year. And then I think in 1989, I was hired as the boys basketball coach at West.
0: That's his history. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, West High is kind of a basketball mecca, I feel, for the state of Montana. And you definitely helped build that. What was probably, or what was your most memorable team that you had during your time at MS or at um, West?
1: Oh, Mitch, uh, that's an an impossible question to answer. Um, you know as well as I do that um, I was blessed with um, a tremendous amount of talent um, every year that I was there. Um, we had, I would I would say it was a nearly a perfect scenario. Um, Mitch, we had great support from the students. We had a wonderful pep band. Um, if anyone had been to West High basketball games, um, we had. Oh, you know we had great halftime shows. Um, mm-hmm. Our majorettes were superb, and they still are. And most of these things still are in place, but they just seem the magnitude of them um, during the years that I coached just seemed to be so great. Mm -hmm. And it was such a perfect collaboration of all of those things, including um, a great amount of talent coming through the basketball program. Um, I had great assistant coaches um, that contributed to my success tremendously. I would not have been able to, uh, have the success that we did without them. And Mitch, I think that we, we set a record, like maybe, I think we played in six or seven state championships in a row. Um, I don't remember the exact number, but um, Rocky Erickson or Ed Westwood, Um, we won three state championships And if, if I had to pick any favorites because I'm a dad, I would have to pick the two where my, my boys played. So I was fortunate enough when my son, Shane was a senior, um, he won the state championship. And I think that would be in 2007, if I'm not mistaken. And then my son Danny's team, um, also won a state championship. And that might've been like 2011 or 2012. Um, But but by no means would that be um, discrediting any of the other teams. We had great teams that took second place and great teams that took third or fourth place. Um, But as a dad, I would have to pick those two as my favorites.
0: Oh, for sure. No, I mean, just the opportunity to coach your sons in the game you love and have them love it too is awesome. I can only imagine. For sure. So, you know, you mentioned your assistants, and one of your assistants is now the head coach over at West. Since you stepped down, what has it meant to you to have him so seamlessly take over West High for you?
1: Well, let me mention all of the assistants that I had at West High. Um, most most recently, the last ten years that that I coached, we had we had a solid um, group of assistants. Um, one was Scott Carlson. Um, he was a history teacher at West, and unfortunately, he passed away um, a few years ago. Um, Kurt Broad was also a history teacher at West, and he's currently a teacher at Will James. And then Kelly Dara was our freshman coach, and at that point, Kelly was a, a teacher at Riverside, um, and then at um, Billing Senior for a while, and eventually. Um, he transferred up to West High too. So I was fortunate to have um, assistant coaches that were great high school players, great college players, and they were teachers in the building that I was coaching in. And Mitch, that makes such a a huge difference in terms of developing relationships with the kids. Um, I think one of the biggest parts of coaching is having a good relationship with all of the players in your program. Um, and because of the nature of the beast, you have to ask players to do, to make sacrifices for the, for the good of the team. And it's easier to do if you have a great relationship um, from the seniors all the way down to the freshmen. And because of the coaching staffs that I had. Um, I I really felt that we were able to do that. I do feel um, that there was a a seamless transition um, from myself to Kelly. Um, Kelly's done a good job there at West High. Um, He's a good teacher. He's a student of the game. Um, And like you said, it was um, an easy transition um, from myself to Kelly.
0: For sure so you know i kind of want to go on to danny a little bit because you spoke about him and i see you're wearing a montana state shirt so how cool is it to follow him at his or during his journey at msu um it,
1: it, it was uh uh all of my kids have had um great athletic careers i i honestly couldn't have asked for more mitch um I have three children, um, Shadra, Shane, and Danny. Um, I'm gonna be a dad here for a minute and brag about about them. Um, Shadra played in four consecutive state championship games and her teams won three of them. Um, She graduated in 2005 and she went to the University of Montana and played basketball for Robin Selvig. Um, so I was able to participate in both her high school and college career um just as a just as a fan, which was spectacular. And then my son Shane, um, I was able to coach him in basketball. Um, he was a great football player and a great basketball player. Um, he also went on to Montana State and played football. He played for Rob Ash. Um, so again, it was a great experience as a parent. To be able to watch and participate in his athletic career and then my my youngest son um, who you mentioned is named Danny he also had a great high school career both in baseball and basketball um, and he was fortunate enough to receive a scholarship to play a basketball in Bozeman um, for the Bobcats all of my kids Danny included had Great experiences both athletically and academically um, at Montana State and the University of Montana. Um, and as a parent and as a, a fan, um, having your kids play close by and get a good education, um, we couldn't have asked for more. It was It was a great experience.
0: For sure. I mean, Bozeman's just a two hour drive, and even though Missoula's a little bit farther of a jaunt, it's only six hours. It's not too terrible as long as the roads are good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep yep you're correct
0: for sure that's awesome and I I only knew Danny I was around Danny's age I was a few years younger than Danny so that was he was the one that I knew of the three but I knew your other ones were also really good in sports too <laughs> for sure so you know what do you for basketball players now what do you suggest for them to get to the next level from high school
1: Gosh, Mitch, that's a a good question. Um, When I I was talking about my own kids, one thing that I one thing that I really encouraged my own kids to do, and I did with all the players that I coached, was to participate in as many activities as you possibly could. Um, And to and to be a good student. Um, Getting to the next level is is exceptionally difficult. Um, so what I would tell my own kids and my players, um, this is, uh, your high school career should be something that's fun. Um, it should introduce you to a bunch of different friends and it should introduce you to different adults that may be able to motivate you or inspire you in a way that, um, others have not up to that point in your life. So I, I really encourage kids to try to be all around athletes and participate in the sport um, that is in season. And I did with my own kids, um, even though there were times when I had to force them a little bit um, to uh participate in those things. Um, and you know, some, some little things too, Mitch, like uh, you know, be a good person. Um, show genuine love and care and respect for your teammates, um, especially in youth programs. Um, listen to your coaches, um, and in in all programs, listen to your coaches. Um, they're there to make you a better player and a better person. Um, and do what you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, you should have fun in it. It's- especially when you get to the point when you are 17, 18 years old, um, you should have a passion for the things that you're participating in.
0: For sure. So my final question here is, you had mentioned kind of the atmosphere of the Golden Dome. What was it like to um, play in those crosstown games with Skyview and Senior? Because I remember when I was in high school, Skyview was super good. And it, those games just seem to be super electric in the Golden Dome.
1: You know, uh, I'm, I'm uh, glad that you can't see my face because every time that um, I talk about things like this, it kind of brings tears to my eyes. Um, you know, there was a point, Mitch, where uh, the West High Gym was named the best gym in the state um, to host the game. Um, it just has such a great atmosphere that, is, um, that has been created by all of those things that I mentioned earlier. Um, the fan base, the student bodies, uh, the band, the cheerleaders, the majorettes, all contributed to that. And for a long time, we had such a, a mystique about Um, that home court advantage that um, it really, it created points for us, to be honest with you. Um, There were times when we'd start pressing and the crowd would start cheering and um, it created, I wouldn't call it a hostile um, environment for the opposing team, but it was certainly um, something that other teams had to prepare for. So when you are, when you are coaching and, um, you walk your kids out or the kids run out after that pregame talk and you hear the school song or you hear the band playing, um, you know, it, it nearly it, it takes your breath away. And then um, towards the end of games, when the kids were chanting and you realize the game was won, it really makes you appreciate all of those factors that um, go into a game like that. Um, so once again, I, I'd like to say how fortunate I was to be able to, um, play in some of those environments. In Mitch, long before, long before you were born, um, all of those senior West games and those big rivalry games used to take place at the Metro, and we would get like 9,000 people, um, to attend the games. They were huge. Um, so it, 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 it became an honor um, for me to participate in those games. It was um, truly something else.
0: Wow. I know a couple of years ago they tried to revive that where they put the crosstown games in the Metra, and I don't think it worked as well, which is too bad.
1: No, after like the 90s, um, they stopped playing them in the Metra, and um, we've just never um, reinvigorated that atmosphere. And I I didn't have an issue with it um, because the home gyms were always packed. Mm -hmm. and uh, They they were just as fun to play in.
0: For sure. For sure. Well, I want to thank you for your time. It's been great to interview you today and great to catch up and just hear about your story. It's great to have you on. Mitch,
1: thank you. It's a pleasure to visit with you. It's great to see your face. Um, Please take care and I hope to see or hear from you again soon.
0: Yes, we'll do. All right. Talk to you later. Bye.